And so that's why these uh, miracle accounts are actually recorded. It, it shows us that he is who he is and what he did. But it's also for our benefit so we can act on the word of God. Just like the people who received miracles in Jesus' day, we can receive the same miracles like they received. Amen. Because his ministry hasn't changed. Right. It's the same. The way he works is the same. And so... Today, we're going to talk about the healing of the two blind men. Uh, there's a few different testimonies of blind people being healed. The famous one is the healing of blind Bartimaeus. But this is a different one, and there's a lot to learn from it. It's very powerful. Amen. Amen. It's found in Matthew chapter 9. Would you like me to read it? Yeah. Or do you want to set it up? Go ahead. Go ahead and read it. Matthew 9, 27. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. 
But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. Amen. Amen. This is a wonderful story. And what was very interesting is if you look at verse 27, the very beginning, it says, when Jesus departed from there. Well, what's it referring to? He had just raised Jairus' daughter up from the dead. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually on the way to Jairus' daughter being raised up, is when he was he uh, he the woman with, with the, the flow of blood, blood was healed. Right. So this is a very amazing day yeah. in, in the life <laughs> of Jesus. So he's on his way to heal or to heal Jairus' daughter. She's near death, but then as they're going, the crowd is thronging Jesus. The woman with the flow of blood, which means actually that she more than likely she had tumors in her mm -hmm. in in her, her womb uterus. in her uterus. Mm -hmm. For, uh, what 12, 12 years. years she was dying she's weak she's broke she's spent everything on the doctors well on that day she heard of Jesus and she says I'm gonna go touch him and she fought through the crowd struggled through the thronging crowd touched Jesus close the power of God goes out of Jesus into her and she's healed he stops says who touched me and the disciples are like master everyone's touching you what do you mean who touched me she says no someone touched me differently power went out so the woman begins to give a testimony. While she's testifying, Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. Yes. And then people come from Jairus' house and says, Jairus, don't trouble the master any longer. Don't trouble the teacher. Your daughter is dead. And Jesus immediately spoke up and said, don't be afraid, Jairus. Only believe. Only believe. Yes. He goes, long story short, with no detail, because we're going to talk about that later. Jair's daughters raised up from the dead. Then it says, when Jesus departed from there. So this is, this is the circumstance. And now two blind men are about to receive their sight. Yeah. Something interesting. We see Jesus raising a girl from the dead. Mm -hmm. We see Jesus healing a woman with probably tumors mm -hmm. with a flow of blood. We see Jesus opening the eyes of the blind. The Bible says that Jesus is the express image of God the Father. Yes. That means what we see Jesus doing, he's a mirror reflection yes. of God our Father. Mm -hmm. Do we see Jesus killing people? Right. No. Do we see Jesus making people blind? No. Making people sick? No, we do not. And in the same way, since he's a mirror reflection of God the Father, we know that God the Father doesn't do that. Right. He doesn't inflict pain and right. make people sick. Mm -hmm. He doesn't kill people. Mm -hmm. If you've lost a loved one in an accident, God did not take them mm -hmm. from you. Yeah. Then why did it happen? Because Satan is the God of this world. The yeah. whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Mm -hmm. People like to say, oh, God is in control. God is in control. God is in control. God is in a certain amount of control to the degree that you have surrendered your life to him. Yes. But God is not in control of every situation that's happening on the earth. And your loved one who died in an accident was not taken by God. Amen. 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 It's important to know that. Yes. So... 
So he was coming from there. He was <laughs> departing from there. From Jairus' house. Now notice you know? what happens. Look carefully. Two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Yes. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. So look what happens here. Jesus is leaving Jairus' house. And he's going to another house. We don't know how far away the other house was. It might have been across the road. It might have been a mile down the road or a couple kilometers down the road. Yeah, we have no idea. We really don't know. The Bible doesn't give us the details. It just says he departed from one place yeah. and he came to another place. But the whole time he's walking to the other place, these blind men, and you understand someone who's blind can't walk very quickly. So they're kind of lagging behind. Right. And they're crying out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus did not stop for them. Very interesting. Jesus did not stop to say what they wanted. In blind Bartimaeus' case, he did. Yeah, well, after he cried out yeah. and the people told him to be quiet and he cried out even, even louder, then Jesus stopped. He stopped. But in this case, Jesus didn't stop. However, just the fact that they were crying out to him mm -hmm. means that they must have heard, yeah. this guy can heal you. They might have been an eyewitness. No, they weren't an eyewitness because they were blind. <laughs> but they That's <laughs> great. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> they yeah. probably heard. But they heard. They probably heard. This little girl just was raised from the dead. Yeah. And so, man, something that was ignited in them. And here they are following Jesus, crying out to Jesus, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. But notice nothing at that point has happened Not for yet. them. Not yet. So there's two things I want to point out. Number one, praying all by itself. Praying alone doesn't give you results. Hmm. You, there's a lot of people, they pray, they pray, they pray, they pray. But it's almost like they're just going through the ceremony. They're not expecting anything. Right. These guys obviously had expectation. But they were praying. And it, up to this point, nothing has happened for them. Second thing is, you can be in the presence of the Lord and nothing happened. Oh, wow. Why? Because they're in the presence of the Lord. And up to this point, nothing has happened. Not until after they answer his question. And what did they ask? Or what did Jesus ask? He said, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, yes, Lord. And of course they said, yes, Lord. If they just heard that Jesus mm -hmm. raised a girl from the dead, mm -hmm. then they know opening blind eyes is no big deal. That's right. <laughs> Let me again remind you, if you were with us last week, that the power of the Lord was present yes. to heal everyone in the house and none of them received. Why? They didn't believe. That's right. But then there's this, the paralyzed man's lowered to the feet of Jesus. And the Bible says, when he saw their faith, who? The faith of the man and the faith of his friends who were lowering See, him. See, they had to be in faith. They, they had to be believing or they wouldn't have gone to all that trouble. Yeah, right. Right? Exactly. That's what he saw. And well, maybe here Jesus is wanting to see if they really do believe. Oh, right. Are, you, are they willing to follow me? Mm-hmm. You know? Into the house. Into the house. We don't know for sure what he was thinking, but we do know this. He was perfect. 
and we know he was perfectly led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so he asked them, do you believe I'm able to do this? Amen. They said yes, and he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, mm. let it be to you. That's a spiritual law. According to your faith, let it be to you. Our faith determines the measure of blessing mm. that we receive. I've ministered to people before, and I see they have something obviously wrong, like maybe they have a blind eye. And I said, well, what do you want? And they'll tell me, I have this pain in my head. Yeah. I have a migraine. Yeah. Well, they don't even mention the they blind They don't even eye. mention the blind That's eye. That's so interesting. Amen. But according to your faith... Let it be to you. Now, I have a story that's pretty much right off the press here. <laughs> I was recently in South Sudan. We did a, a miracle festival. It was powerful. Many healings, many miracles, many, 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 many. Over a thousand and twenty written testimonies of healing were turned in. And we had a shortage of counselors. Mm -hmm. And but this is this is this demonstrates the power of faith in God. You see, you can be in a meeting and not receive anything if you don't have faith. There's no 100% guarantee. You could come to my miracle festival the next time I'm in Pakistan and we have a miracle festival. You could attend, but unless you believe the promise of God, you're, there's no 100% guarantee. Believe it and act on it. But if you yeah. believe the word and you act upon the word, then all things are possible, yes, my friend. Amen. You can. You can leave without disappointment. Oh, we can tell you time and time again. But here, listen to this though. This is amazing. We're having this miracle festival in Africa, in South Sudan. Blind people were receiving their sight. Paralyzed people were being healed. This witch doctor who was crippled, who had to scoot on two sticks, he would lift his body and lunge forward. This witch doctor, he accepted Jesus Christ. He repented of his witchcraft and Jesus healed him and he was dancing on the platform in front of everybody. Yeah. What was his name? It was powerful. Boogie. Boogie. As we would say in America, he was boogieing, you know. He was dancing on the platform. It was amazing. He'd been paralyzed or crippled for years. Well, the news of what was happening came to a woman who was 50 miles away from the crusade. I don't know how many kilometers that is. Maybe, what, 100 kilometers? No idea. Uh, you know, but she was 50 miles away from where we were having the prayer festival. And people were talking to her. This lady was born blind, 30 years old, born blind, never seen her mom and dad, never seen her husband, never seen the child that she'd given birth to, born blind. And people were telling her about the crusade, the, the miracle festival. You need to get to that meeting. These evangelists are preaching the gospel and God is working miracles. Signs and wonders are happening. He's even opening the eyes of the blind. Get to that meeting. There was only a problem. She had no money to get there. Right. She had no means, no, no ride, no way to get there. I don't know if people were calling her and telling her about it. I don't know. But anyway, she couldn't get to the meeting. But she said this. Listen, listen to what she said. She said, although I can't get to the meeting, I'm going to go to the church that's in my village. 
and the God of the evangelist will meet me there. Mm -hmm. And she went on a Friday evening and she left on that Friday evening. It looked like nothing had happened. But the next morning she woke up and she was completely healed by the power of God. She could see her mom for the very first time, her dad, her husband, her child, for the very first time. And she was a well-known lady. Right. And therefore the news of her healing, her miracle, spread like wildfire through the whole northern part of her state. And many began to turn to Christ. My friend, Jesus is the same. Yes. Yesterday, today, and forever. Right. Notice though, see, that's the important part. Do you believe? Yeah, so you see, could tell what she believed by what she said. Yeah. The God of the evangelist will meet me there. That was her statement of faith. That was her statement of faith. She couldn't get to the Miracle Festival, but she could get to a village church. And that's that was her point of contact. I'm going to get to that church, and God is going to meet me there. She went to that church, and then even at that point, it didn't even look like anything happened. Right. But the following morning, she woke up and she was healed. According to your faith. According to what you believe and what you speak. Yes. Really, that's what faith is. Yes. It's, it's what you believe and what you speak. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians 4.13 says, We having the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believed and therefore I've spoken. We yes, also believe, believe and therefore we speak. Amen. Glory to God. And that, that's what happens. And if you look at all of these stories that we're talking about, you'll see that people believe and they say something. Mm -hmm. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, mm -hmm. I will be whole. You come lay your hands on my daughter mm -hmm. and she will be healed. She will live. Yeah. Amen. It's amazing. Amazing. Praise God. So, these two blind men, they follow Jesus into the house. And he says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And they said, yes, yes. Lord. And they received their miracle. Yeah. You might be asking, well, how in the world are all these miracles happening? You're, you talked about these healings and these miracles uh, in Africa and, and so forth and so on. Let me tell you, what Jesus did for these blind men what Jesus did for the woman with the issue of blood, mm -hmm. what Jesus did for Jairus' daughter, he can do for you. Why? He made it available to all of us because he paid the price when he died on the cross. See, the Bible says in Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5, it says, Surely he has borne our sicknesses and he carried our pains. Mm -hmm. We esteemed him stricken smitten by God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Yes. The punishment needed to bring us peace was laid on him, and by his wound, we were healed. So it's for all humanity. It's for all humanity. On the cross, God, in fact, Isaiah 53, verse 6, the next verse mm -hmm. says, All we like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to his own way, but the Lord has laid on him. Jehovah God has laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of, of us, us all. all. Yeah. All of humanity's sin, all of humanity's sickness and disease, 
The curse was laid fully on Jesus, and he died in our place. He was our substitute. So if he died in our place and he took our punishment, that means we don't have to be punished anymore hmm. if we believe it. Right. We don't have to live in sin anymore. Why? Because he took our sin and then died to it. He took our sicknesses and diseases, suffered them in our place. What he bore, what he suffered, we not need, bear, or suffer. We don't have to have it any longer. He died with all of this. He was buried with it. He put it away. And then God raised him up from the dead for our justification. Thank you, Lord. And therefore, what he did at the cross is made available to you. Our sicknesses went to him so his healing could come to us. Yeah. Our sins went to him on the cross so his righteousness could come to us. Our curse was laid on him so God's blessing could be put on us. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Our anxiety, our fear, our guilt, our torment was laid on Jesus at the cross so that we could have his supernatural peace. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Jesus went to hell so we could go to heaven. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Now we can become sons of God. The Bible says, to as many as receive him, to them he gives the right to become the children of God. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall, shall be, be saved. saved. So let me invite you to do that right now. Right now, accept Jesus. Invite him to come into your heart. Mm -hmm. Repent of your sin and call on the name of Jesus and he will save yes, you. He you. will rescue you. He will give you eternal life and he will heal your body. Let's pray right now. Say this after me, right where you're sitting. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I acknowledge. I acknowledge. I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. And I need Jesus. And I need Jesus. I believe. I believe. He died on the cross. He died on the cross. In my place. In my place. I believe. I believe. He rose again. He rose again. From the dead. From the dead. I believe. I believe. He is the Son of he God. He is the Son of God. And I call on His name. And I call on His and name. I say, Jesus, and I say, Jesus. Save me now. Save me now. Rescue me now. Rescue me now. Heal me now. Heal me now. I invite you. I invite come you. Into my heart. Come into my heart. Change my life. Change my life. Forgive my sin. Forgive my sin. Heal my body. Heal my body. My life, my life is, now, is yours. now yours. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My you, friend, Lord. I want to encourage you. If you've never done that before, I am here to tell you right now that your sins are forgiven you. Yes. You're now a child of God. Your sins are washed away. Amen. Amen. And his healing power is now working in your Thank body. You, Just say, I believe, I receive my miracle. It's mine now. Mm -hmm. God is working in you. God is healing you. God is changing you. And your name is written in the book of heaven. Yes. In the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Lord. Eternal life is now yours. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to encourage you to call the number on your screen. Tell somebody what God has done for you. Or you can even contact us through our website at impacttoday.tv. You can email us. Send us your prayer request. Send us your testimony. Talk to us. Tell us what God has done for you. We will pray for you. We will rejoice with you. 
we will celebrate with you. Yes. Amen. Until next time, we want to encourage you. Study this, these stories. Read Matthew. Read Mark. Luke and John. Mm -hmm. Read this stuff. Get it on the inside of you. Let God's word transform you. Transform your mind. Transform your life. In Jesus' name. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.